It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into another edition of MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, musicitymiracles.com at titansmcm. All right, so yesterday we saw Mike Vrabel have his weekly Monday press conference. Wanted to hit on a few things that he talked about in that. Something that we've been talking a lot about on Twitter, on the site, you know, pretty much anywhere you interact with Titans fans is, can they make a change at left tackle? Do they potentially have anybody else that could play left tackle? We've talked a lot about Dylan Radins and, you know, the fact that they haven't given him a shot there except for the one game last year where he played pretty well. He's played left guard a couple games this year. Uh, when Ben Jones was out, Aaron Brewer slid to center. But when Vrabel was asked yesterday about, you know, ch- a change-up at that position, he mentioned LaRaven Clark and not Dylan Radins as an option to play left tackle. So I, I think we can officially put Dylan Radins as an option for this team as a tackle to bed. Like, if they're not going to do it now, they're just not going to do it. It doesn't make sense to me. You spent a second-round pick on the guy. You clearly thought he was going to be a tackle. Um, the, you know, the reports have been that he's been better at left tackle than right tackle. So, you know, we, we all thought he was going to win the right tackle job last year. He didn't. He didn't win it again this year. Uh, Petit Friere did. And so now when you have the worst left tackle possibly in the history of the NFL uh, at, over there, you, and they won't give Dylan Raids a shot. I mean, I think that tells you all you need to know about how they feel about Dylan Raiden's as a tackle, and we just need to stop trying to make it a thing because it's not going to be a thing. Uh, Racy McMath was brought up yesterday, and it sounds like he has a, a chance to return to practice this week, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. He's been out since training camp with a hip injury. Now, you know, there was a lot of – McMath was getting a lot of buzz in camp about being a possible deep threat for this offense. We know that last year he was a special teams contributor. He was a really good special teams guy. So, you know, Vrabel talked about, 
when McMath does come back, not trying to give him too much uh, with offense and special teams. I think that once he is able to get back, you're going to see him mainly as, as a special teams contributor. But I do think they'll have a package of plays for him on offense. He has speed, size. I mean, he's got all the, st- all the measurables you look for in an NFL receiver. So I think he can be a, a help to this offense in specific situations. I think it'd be silly for us to expect him to be out there on 75, even 65% of plays, running routes, all that kind of stuff. I don't think that's the guy he's going, going to be. But I think you're going to see them – bring him in and take some opportunities to get deep shots to him down the field. And hopefully that will loosen some things up for Derrick Henry in the run game. Um, now you have to have a line that can protect long enough to take a deep shot. So we'll see if they'll be, they'll be able to do that. But it is good news that McMath is close to coming back. Uh, he was, Rabel was also asked about Kyle Phillips. And basically he just said that Kyle Phillips is continuing to um, rehab his hamstring injury. So it doesn't sound like we're going to open the window for him this week. Um, a little bit surprised. I, I thought, you know, the fact that it was a hamstring injury that he suffered, you know, when he was coming back from the shoulder, it seemed like that he would be back fairly quickly. But, you know, Phillip's still out. And listen, I mean, we've talked about where the Titans are as far as clinching the division and all that kind of stuff. The magic number is two to clinch the division. So meaning any two combination of Titans win, Colts loss, um, any, any two of those things clinches the division. The Colts are off this week, so the Titans cannot clinch on Sunday. But if the Titans win on Sunday, they just need to hit, either win one more game or have the, the Colts lose a game, and, and they clinch the AFC South. I talked about how if you run that New York Times playoff simulator, uh, you, if you just give the Titans one win against the Jags and a win against the Texans, they have over a 99% chance of winning the division. So, you know, I think it's pretty pretty – clear where they're going to be at this point. They're going to be the four seed. So I'm not saying that you just, you know, sit guys out and punt games, but guys that are injured and are working back from stuff, you want to make sure that they're ready to come back, ready to go before you bring them out. It's worth taking an extra week or two with a guy versus trying to get him back sooner and having him re-aggravate that injury. So I don't know if that's what's going on with um, with Kyle Phillips, but I do think that it's a smart thing for them to do to um, wait until they're 100% sure that he's ready to come back to get him back out there. Uh, he was asked about Traylon Burks. Uh, Burks is in concussion protocol. Obviously, um, you know, if you, if you have eyes and you watch the game, you saw what happened there. It was so funny to me that the Fox people during the broadcast kept saying, well, you know, if Traylon Burks comes back or he's probably in the concussion protocol, like, I mean, it was pretty clear what was going on there that he was not going to come back in that game. So now it's just a matter of can he clear concussion protocol this week to be ready for the Jaguars game? It seems like it's taken longer and longer for guys to do that now. So I would be surprised if he's back on Sunday. But, you know, we'll get an update Wednesday when they practice. We'll kind of know what's going on there. Um, and then he was, Vrabel was asked about the, you know, we had a second straight week of a, a penalty on a short field goal. Uh, you know, last, last week it was hitting the center. This week it was jumping off sides. And you could say, I mean, Vrabel called it utterly ridiculous. You could tell how frustrated he was. Because, again, like, that's not – there, there's nothing to benefit you from that play. Like ju- the guy jumping off sides there, he's not blocking that field goal. So, you know, he said it's called safe block or whatever. And he's basically was joking about how they may back the guys up off of uh, another yard off the line of scrimmage. Cause basically there's, there's nothing, there's nothing to do there. You're just out there to make sure that they don't run a fake and, and get a touchdown. But for the second straight week, you had a penalty, you know, against the Bengals that allowed them to run, run out the clock and the Titans didn't get a chance to, to get the ball back. 
Uh, last week, it allowed the Eagles' drive to continue, or this week, it allowed the Eagles' drive to continue, and they ended up with seven instead of three. Don't know that it really mattered. I mean, obviously, you know, with the, with the game ending 35 to 10, but, you know, if you hold them to three there, it's it's a psychological thing and, and all that stuff. So, um, you know, w- w- I would be surprised to, <laughs> to see another one of those penalties this year. Last thing um, was asked about punt coverage, which was not good on Sunday. And basically, he said that three of Stonehouse's seven punch was seven punts is way too many to be having in a game. But he said that only three of Stonehouse's seven punts had the hang time that they're looking for on those punts. So, I mean, obviously, it's harder to cover when you don't have the the hang time that you're looking for. You don't give guys time to run down there, and so all that. You know, and it's that's not really all that surprising with a rookie punter, a guy that has an enormous leg but is learning the nuances of punting. So he's overall has been really good this year, but, you know, he's going to have to work through some of these things as a rookie, um, and I think that he's going to learn that stuff. And having the having the ability to kick the ball as far as he does, you know, you can't teach that. You can teach the other stuff about hang time and all that stuff. So um, I, I would imagine that as he progresses throughout the year and, you know, throughout his time here, that you'll see him get better at that kind of stuff. All right, that'll do it for today. Uh, We will have any news that breaks um, coming up on the website throughout the day. So be sure and check that out. MuseumMiracles.com is your place for all of that news and information. Uh, One thing I I forgot to hit on, Terrell Basham, the Titans signed Terrell Basham, who is an edge player. Um, Don't know what that means for Danico Autry. They, they put Cody Hollister on IR. That was the corresponding move to the Basham move. So it wasn't Autry to IR, which I, which I guess is a good sign. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what this means for Autry. If this is just another guy to have in the rotation, um, you know, because those guys like Demarcus Walker and Mario Edwards Jr. Had, had been really good, but now they've been quiet for a couple of weeks. Simmons has been quiet for a month now. Uh, don't know how much of that is guys around him, how much of that is, you know, the ankle all those types of things. So um, just having another guy in the rotation here, and then hopefully Autry comes back quickly. All right, so yeah, that was the last thing I wanted to touch on. Like I said, MuseumMiracles.com. Check that out for all the up-to-date information and news. And you can follow on Twitter, at JMorrisMCM, at TitansMCM. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you again tomorrow.